son and daughter of his son. Right, Jordan, and then all right, Jordan. We come to give God praise to lift up his holy name. Because he said in his word, if he be lifted up, he will draw souls to him. So here we are to lift up his holy name. That's how we can see. Last week I spoke about the fifth foundational pillar of civilization. And today I would like to talk about the sixth foundational pillar of civilization. And uh, this is the introduction or the addition of the law to the Abrahamic promise and covenants which existed prior to the giving of the law. Now all scriptures will be read from the King James Version Bible. And um, I'll, I'll start now. Now the sixth foundational pillar of civilization, which God ordained to ensure the peaceful occupation of planet Earth, was the addition of the law to the Abrahamic promise and covenant, which was in existence for some 430 years before the law, even the Ten Commandments, was given. Now, um, it will have those who might not agree with my statement that I just made and um, would have their reasons for being in disagreement. But I would like to challenge the statement that I just made based on a doctrinal position, right? And in order to, to challenge it, I would have to justify the, my position on the statement that I just made. Now, 
what I will do, I will simply advance the following biblical evidence to counter any challenge that one might wish to mount against it. And I'll first read from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 22, which states, These words the Lord spake unto all your assembly in the mount out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the thick darkness, with a great voice. And he added no more. And he wrote them in two tables of stone and delivered them unto me. So that's Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 22. And to justify... The statements mean my doctrinal position. I'll be reading from the New Testament, which has the following confirmation. Right? So that will be Galatians chapter 3, verse 19, which states, Wherefore then serve the law? Or what purpose does the law serve? It, meaning the law, was added because of transgressions. Till the seed should come, to whom the promise was made, and it, meaning the law, was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. So that's Galatians chapter 3, verse 19. Now, from the pens of two men who have written the two largest portions of the Old and New Testaments, respectively, we have adequate confirmation that the Ten Commandments were added were added to something which existed before the law was given. So all true and knowledgeable believers must admit that this is indeed so. So notwithstanding the overwhelming evidence that the law was added and was not from the beginning, I hereby walk in love and offer the following additional confirmation which is taken from galatians chapter 3 verse 17 and it states and this i say that the covenant that was confirmed before of god in christ the law which was meaning given 430 years after cannot disannul the earlier abrahamic covenants that it should make the promise of non-effect. So that's Galatians chapter 3, verse 17. And even from the Old Testament scriptures, we have the following additional witness, that the law was indeed added to the earlier covenant, which was made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So the following quote undoubtedly confirms, which is read from Genesis, chapter 15 verse 18 genesis chapter 26 verses 1 to 5 genesis chapter 28 verses 11 to 15 and exodus chapter 2 verses 23 to 24 so i'll just take out parts of it and then on your own time you can go through and read the balance of the scriptures right so verse 23 genesis um it goes like this no, in Exodus chapter 2, sorry, verses 23 to 24. So I'll be reading from Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 to 24, which states, And it came to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage, and they cried. And their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant 
with Abraham. So you could read Genesis chapter 15, verse 18, as I mentioned prior. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And you could read also Genesis chapter 26, verses 1 to 5. Genesis 28 verses 11 to 15 and Exodus chapter 2 verses 23 to 24. I just read Exodus chapter 2 verses 23 to 24. Right. And to prove that the covenant just mentioned prior, which was made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, was not the Ten Commandments, I advanced the following proof, which is read from Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 1, which states, and Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your ears this day, that ye may learn them and keep and do them. So one would no doubt ask the following question. So to what does the above scriptures, which I just read, which is Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 1 text, refer and the answer to that is to the Ten Commandments. Now, proof that that is so can be confirmed by looking at the following verses. So I'll be looking at Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 2 to 3, which states, The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. The Lord made not this covenant with our fathers. So that's Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 2 to 3. Now, if according to Deuteronomy chapter 5, this is 3, and let's let's break it down a little bit. A, meaning the first line. The Lord did not make the covenant catalogued in Deuteronomy chapter 5, this is 1 to 22, with Israel's fathers. With So the question now is asked, with whom then did he make that covenant? And the answer follows, which is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 3b, which states, But with us, even us, who are all of us alive here this day. So what were the details of this covenant, which was not made with Israel's father, but only with those Israelites who came out of Egyptian bondage with Moses? So the following verses clearly speak to this question under review. And I will be reading from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 4 to 22. And my focus will be particularly on verses 22. So it goes like this. The Lord talked with you face to face in the mount out of the midst of the fire. I stood between the Lord and you at that time to show you the word of the Lord for you were afraid by reason of the fire and went not up into the mount, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Thou shalt not make thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters beneath the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. 
Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it as the Lord thy God had commanded thee. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy ox, nor thy ass, nor any of thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates, that thy manservant and thy maidservants may rest as well as thou. And remember that thou was a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God brought thee out thence through a mighty hand, and by a stretched out arm. Therefore the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. Honor thy father and thy mother, as the Lord thy God had commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with thee, in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, neither shalt thou commit idolatry, neither shalt thou steal, neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor, neither shalt thou desire thy neighbor's wife, neither shalt thou covet thy neighbor's house, his field, or his manservant, or his maidservant, his ox, or his ass, or anything that is thy neighbor's. And verse 22, which I'm focusing on, states, These words the Lord spake unto all your assembly in the mount out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the thick darkness, with a great voice. And he added, No more. And he wrote them in two tables of stone, and he delivered them unto me. So that's Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 4 to 22. And my focus is on verse 22. So what we saw from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 1 to 22, the law, even the Ten Commandments, became a necessary instrument to restrain sin in the Israelites. In the first instance, and to enable them to access and remain in their promised land. And some catalogued reasons for the giving of the law can be verified by reading the following text on your own. So please read Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 24, and Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25, or Psalm 105, verses 8 to 11. And the simple proof that the Ten Commandments, even the law, were not given to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is clearly seen by reading Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 1 to 3, which I have read prior for your convenience so as i come to a close today with this segment it is surely fitting that i remind everyone listening today that the sixth foundational pillar of civilization was the addition of the law even the ten commandments to the earlier abrahamic covenant of promise to ensure the welfare of the children of israel and to enable them to access and remain in the land of Canaan, even in Palestine. So please read again Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 24, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, or Psalm 
105 verses 8 to 11 for confirmation and read it for yourselves. So as I come to an end, additional reasons for the giving of the law were revealed to a God-ordained apostle of the first century New Testament church. And as I continue my segment, as I will be live next week, Monday again, I will deal with that accordingly in the required chapters. So that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week, Monday again. Please prepare yourselves for Jesus Christ's return. He will be returning soon. Spend times in your Bible reading the word, even if it's one or two scriptures a day. Please spend time and read the word. So have a great and safe week. God bless. He loves you and I love you.